Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, this is Ibby Owens, and you're listening to the award-winning podcast, Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. I'm also the host of Moms Don't Have Time to Lose Weight, and I'm the editor of the anthology, which you should run out and buy, called Moms Don't Have Time to, a quarantine anthology. All proceeds of that book go to COVID-19 vaccine research. And I'm the editor-in-chief of Moms Don't Have Time to Write, a new publication on Medium, and we're accepting submissions, so please send your personal essays there. And if all that isn't enough, you can follow me on Instagram at Zibby Owens, and my website is zibbyowens.com. Okay, now back to this amazing podcast. Another day of my book blast. Enjoy these children's book, one children's book, one middle grade book. And actually one of them is co-hosted by my children, which you will figure out if you listen to both. So enjoy. Maddie Mara is the pen name of Australian creative duo Hilary Rogers and Meredith Badger. Hilary and Meredith have been collaborating on books for children for nearly two decades and now have come out with the Dragon Girls series. It's their first time co-writing under the name Maddie Mara, which is the melding of their respective daughters' names. Hilary is an author and former publishing director who has created several series that have sold into the millions. Meredith is the author of countless books for kids and young adults, and also teaches English as a foreign language to children. Wow, I wonder how many books you have to write to consider them countless. It's pretty awesome. Meanwhile, my three kids helped out by co-hosting this episode, so it's a little (laughs) non-traditional for me, but I had a lot of fun, and so did they, because the Dragon Girl series is their favorite. So enjoy this funny episode. Welcome, ladies. The team behind Maddie Mara are here to discuss the Dragon Girls. Welcome, welcome. And we have some special guests from my family, which is... I think they already came out May 4th. That's right. Wow. You're amazing. (laughs) Well, why don't these guys... Let these ladies introduce themselves, and then we're going to jump in and talk more. Yeah, but what came out May 4th? The book. The the, The the, books. And there's going to be six, right? There is. Exactly. Yeah. You should do our publicity. You're amazing. (laughs) Know it all. Okay, quickly introduce yourselves before we get... Okay, sorry. (laughs) Hi, my name's Meredith Badger, and I'm the, the Maddie part of Maddie Mara. And I'm Hilary, and I am the Mara part of Maddie Mara. 
<laughs> Hi, wonderful to see you all. <laughs> Oh, thanks for being here. Okay, as I mentioned, we read these a lot, and everybody has very strong relationships with all of your characters. Oh, My daughter's holding so up your cool. book now to the screen. Wow. So why don't you go first and ask? Um, you said something about her being six. What did? You, what were you asking? Yeah. So they're going to be the Dragon Girls Treasure Dragons, right? Mm-hmm. The next three are the Treasure Dragons. I know that because there's something at the back that shows the next book. The exactly. Dragon. I think yeah. her name's May or something. Mm-hmm. Exactly. May is the first of the Treasure Dragons. That's right. What do the tri- Treasure Dragons do? Because I know they just sound like dragons that protect treasure. But why don't, why don't we first, can we just ask them to describe what the series is like for people who are listening now for the first time and they don't know anything about Or if, say, do you want to just describe what it is no, for them? No, it's no, basically no. <laughs> um, a book about uh, three dragon girls and there's mm-hmm. these bad villains in this book mm-hmm. are the Shadow Sprites. And in the third, there's the Shadow Queen. Mm-hmm. Did you find her scary? I only read the interesting pages. <laughs> when Which I is all of them, right? <laughs> there are no boring pages. Right? And so it's also about the, every time they get a magic apple that they need mm-hmm. potions. And when my nanny and me were reading, when we saw the photo of the squid t- thing. Mm-hmm. The giant squid. Yeah, mm-hmm. my nanny yeah. said that's big, and then when she saw heard that it was just the baby, <laughs> she was like, "It couldn't get any bigger." I know, <laughs> but it's still quite a quite a cute little baby. Yeah, this is already huge. Can I see it? But then it becomes huger when you see this. Okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. So, were they were they your favorite animals in the in the book? The the squid was that your favorite? Is this the Shadow Queen? No, that's, that's a shadow. Do you have any questions for um, me? My favorite dragon girl would probably ask me now. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's yeah, pretty cool. Willow was my favorite dragon girl. This so one's my favorite. Yeah, Rainbow. Naomi's pretty special. Yeah. That's your favorite because you've only seen the cover. <laughs> the cover's great. <laughs> Hold on. My older daughter has a question too. Here. And how did you come up that. with that book? <laughs> yeah, how'd you get it? Yeah. Yeah. Pill, would you like to? Yeah. Well, when we're writing for kids, we know kind of there are two things that we're always trying to do, and that's make sure we create something that kids are going to lose themselves in. So a sort of idea that they can kind of dive into and they can escape real life. There's no pandemic and there's no worries and there's no (laughs) friendship issues. You can just kind of dive in so you can lose yourself. But we also want to do something that kids can find themselves in as well. So that's one of the reasons why each book has a different character so that there are different personalities that you can follow on the journey into the magic forest and there's different cultural backgrounds. So we're always really hoping that that the kids will both lose themselves and and find themselves. And we were thinking about doing a series and we didn't want to do a series on fairies. We thought that fairies are kind of... They're a bit dainty and they're There's beautiful. a lot of books. There's a yeah. lot of fairies out there. We think that maybe fairies are a bit dumb. But the thing that we really loved about dragons, which was actually Meredith's daughter's idea, Madeline, so she's the Maddie of Maddie Mara, she said, make them all dragons. And we thought that's actually very cool, like to find your sort of inner dragon because they're such magnificent and fierce creatures and they're really brave. And so we felt like that would be a really exciting idea for girls. And it also says here. Mm. What does it say? Read it. Quiet, say it. 
Adeline and uh, so dedication. Yeah, dedication. So that's our daughters. Yeah. So my daughter is Madeline, and Hillary's daughter is Asmara. So yeah, we decided to put their names together. That's how we got our pen name as well. So Maddie Mara is our daughter's names, and we dedicated it to to them as well. Of course, because you know, that's the good thing. That's really the only reason why authors have children is that you can then <laughs> pick their brains and steal their ideas. It's so true. <laughs> steal their experiences. I made this for mom at school. That's so cool. That's really nice. Wow. That's really cool. <laughs> I posted this on Instagram if you want to get a closer look. Oh, okay. <laughs> I will check it out. Show <laughs> me her video thing. Yes, yeah. you did. You did. Really? Yeah. Wow. Your team. I have the video. Team project. I colored something. Um, okay. Now my son's going to ask a question. Mm-hmm. Oh, a question. <laughs> ask a question. <laughs> He's skimming through it. He's, no, he's, okay. he's, he's going like this. <laughs> I need a diary. I need a five-certain page. Oh, he's he's, he's looking for a certain anything. page. I know. Yes, fair enough. Um, Why did you choose a pen name to begin with? Why you find the page? Unless you're ready. Are you ready? Um, Good question. Oh, he found the, found okay, the page. Hold on. It's a treasure dragon. What object does a treasure dragon find that turns him into a dragon? Well, they actually, when they come into the magic forest, it just happens automatically. So they're just normal kids in the real world. And then when they kind of get called into the magic forest, they get called in when the the forest needs them to help them out, help it out. So they get called in and they just automatically change into a dragon, which is kind of amazing. And at first they're not quite sure what's going on, as Mina it's like, what's happening here? Why is this giant snake following me? And then she realizes it's actually her tail. And then she's like, then she has to learn how to fly, you know, like you wouldn't remember how you learned to walk, but you know, you have to learn to fly just like you learn to walk. So yeah, they learn on the go, basically. They get in there and they have to save the forest as they're learning how to be dragons at the same time. So it's quite a big ask. <laughs> it's also a good question about the treasure because in in the in the first three books, they may have to make a potion. And so they have to collect mm. the magical ingredients to make a potion. And in the second three, mm. it's more like a treasure hunt. So I'll be very excited for you to read those because they do have to find objects and return them to a magic vault that lives underneath the forest. Did the other three already come out? No, they're coming out, I think, is it October in the US, Mayor? It could be October, I think. So they're all written. They're ready to go. They're illustrators finishing off the illustration. So they're they're ready. But I, I think it is October that they're coming out. Yeah. Exactly. Because that's the funny thing. It's so exciting to see you guys holding the books and being excited about mm. them because I live in Australia and Meredith lives in Germany and the books are not on the shelves here. So And we can't come to America because it's a long way away and there's a pandemic. And so we can't pop into a shop or see, you know, we can't visit our little babies sitting on on the shelves. So we're very pleased that you three are looking after them. And seem to be enjoying them too. That's great. They love it. How's, like, the weather? I know that's, like, odd. Can I? Oh, wait, hold on. It's, like, 80, 100. I'll tell you, you, look, if you look out my window, look at that. See, it's dark. (laughs) <laughs> it's because I'm speaking to you from the future. It's Friday morning here and it's the sun's not even up, but I can tell you the future is actually just fine. <laughs> it's That's probably cool. just a big, not daylight savings time, but like 
in in Los Angeles, there's a three hour difference. It's a big mm. time difference. So, yeah. um, my favorite little tea. Can you give if the when the books are ready, can you give them to my to my mom early because I really want for to read them. Sure, sure. We'd like you to be Absolutely. the first girl in America to read them. <laughs> my favorite little helper to the Dragon Girls is Unichick. Oh, really? Oh, ah, she's a bit of yeah, a yeah. Unichick's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. The Buttercup is pretty yeah. cute too. I mean, they're all pretty cool. Unichick is <laughs> right on the back there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we wanted each of them to have their own companion to sort of guide them through the forest. Yeah, just a little helper. Well, when I finished four of us, all of them. And we, our dad well, has which one are you finished with yet? Which, Did you, are well, you so there's technically like a dog for two of us, <laughs> kind of. Yeah. Okay, so a dog between two, that sounds fair. That's <laughs> like a good way to do it. Twins and we have two little siblings. So at all times, we're always paired someone. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's got a everybody's got a buddy. Perfect. <laughs> How did you two end up teaming up to write these books? <laughs> well, we've we've got a long history. Actually, we know we've known each other for a long time. I actually met Hill through my sister, who is actually also called Hillary, which is kind of weird. Very so weird. I met this Hillary through my sister Hillary, and I actually employed Hill. I gave her a job working. I worked at a jazz club, and I gave Hill a job as my door girl so she would take yeah, the money what? and yeah so she would say no to people or let them in take their money stamp them and and then she got a job in publishing and we started working together in in that capacity so yeah we've worked together for quite a few years now and created quite a few books together so yeah it's been a really fantastic partnership yeah it's quite an unusual way of working and so it's oh you've got a microphone yes i want to ask something i mean how many children's books have you wrote and how many will you write great question oh i don't know if we i've can. written a lot yeah i'm not really sure how many of the go girls books i did think we, do we did end? so the first series that meredith and i ever worked on was when i was as meredith was saying i worked as a publisher so i worked in house for the publishing house and meredith was one of my favorite authors and we did this series called the go girls and we also did a series called sack power they were the first two series that we did and there were lots of writers working on them but both of those series had 50 books in them and Meredith I reckon you must have written at least 15 of maybe 15 between 10 and 15 of those and the Zacks I probably wrote about four I I actually lose track but I think I've probably written about 30 yeah I think so yeah around about and I'm much fewer because I was I was publishing lots of books but I only moved into writing probably about four or five years ago so I've written yeah, maybe 10 or something. And Mer- this is the first series that Meredith and I have sort of half written, sort of co-written. And mm. one of the things that's so amazing about it is even though we're both Australian, as you can hear from our funny accents, Meredith lives in Germany and I live in Australia. So even before there was a pandemic and everyone did everything on Zoom, we used to work in a similar sort of way. So we would never be up. We would see each other maybe once or twice a year. But the rest of the time, when one of us is sleeping, the other one's working and vice versa. So we we joke that it's like you wake up in the morning and it's like the elves have come and they've made you little red velvet boots. And you wake up in the morning and you think, oh, what's happened overnight? It's, so someone's working yes, on them 24 hours a day. Yeah, so it's a it's a really nice way to work. And the other thing that works really well is that Hill and I are both obsessively fast at getting things done. So we just like it's crazy. We'll we'll just set ourselves these crazy deadlines to get them done like before the crazy deadline. We always have to beat it. I don't know why. 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Sometimes we all have stuff we need to get off our chests. Even if we don't think it's interfering with our daily life, there are some things you just haven't processed be it grief or trauma, eating disorders, anything, it might be time to work on those things. And I have a solution for you. Therapy. Online therapy by BetterHelp. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. I took the brief questionnaire online where there were, I don't know, 20 questions. It didn't take long at all, maybe three minutes. And then I got matched with a therapist who could help me work on whatever. I picked trauma because... Even though it happened in 2001, I am somehow still not over the loss of my friend on 9-11. And it is what it is. BetterHelp is going to help, and I am so excited, especially because with my special code, instead of $80 a month, it is 10% off, $72 a month, which is so much less than traditional therapy, and you'll get a perfect therapist for you. There are 35,000 therapists to choose from, so you'll find the right one. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash moms don't have time today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash moms don't have time. Is there going to be a Dragon's Girls movie? <gasps> that would be cool. Could you organize that? That would be totally cool. Yeah, we would love that. <laughs> would it be live action or would it be animated, do you think? Animated. Uh, yeah, point. I think it would be. But yeah. I'd like both too. Mm-hmm. But I feel like the dragons in the live action would be a little scarier. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they could be a little bit scary. I think they're kind of like they're impressive, you know, they're big and strong and powerful, but they're not I think they're just they're yeah, they're, they're not more scary, brave but they're than scary. Yeah. Exactly. I think so too. Weird yeah. scales and weird eyes and <laughs> But they're magnificent, yeah? It's like they've got armor on and they're yeah, glowing they're and they're strong. Is there ever going to be a Dragon Boys? <sighs> That's a good question. Be? Dragon Boys? We did actually talk about that at one stage, didn't yeah. we? About having a, another forest that had the Dragon Boys in it and that, you know, there might be a bit of rivalry maybe or they might, you know, make friends with each other. It could be part of the same forest. Dragon yeah, Boys exactly. and Dragon Girls could yeah. meet. Do you think yeah. That, you could talk to our publishers. I, again, I think Absolutely. you've got a good role as our publicist here. <laughs> How many are going to be in the series altogether? Just the next three? So far, 
I think it's probably just a matter of seeing how they go. If everybody responds like you three, then I think we'll be doing some more. Oh, you've got a question. Go for it. Go for it. Another question. How many Dragon Girl books is there going to be? That's what I just said. Well, we hope lots. That would be nice. Yeah, we'll be busy, but that would be cool. How many do you think? Um, a million. 50 sounds 50. good. Yeah. 50 would be a, That's good, a really good number. number. Let's yeah. aim for 50. I'll finish this book so I can read the other book. And then the other, and then oh, the other, and then the other. That's like mm-hmm. me with any book in my room. Okay. So what are the Treasure Dragon Girls little um, companions? Oh, do you remember, Hill, what they are? Oh, let me see. What have we got? So Maze is... Goodness. Yeah, I've drawn a blank too on what they are. We'll have to get back to you on that one. Oh, my goodness, but we've only just written them. Yeah. We'll, we'll pretend it's a mysterious exactly. surprise. Exactly, mysterious surprise. <laughs> what about, isn't there one named Quinn or something? Yes, but they're the girls. So the girls are Aisha, Quinn, mm-hmm. and May. And, oh, she's got Husky Pup. Do you That's right, that? Husky Pup, yeah. got Husky Pup, who's amazing. She's a sort of a bit like a beautiful mm-hmm. husky with the really mm-hmm. bright eyes. And she's also he's also got a little sister who's called Plushy Pup, who's even smaller and cuter and oh, more feisty. So. We had a yeah. lot of fun naming them. Well, no, they just run into the youngest, no. the younger sister of the, the companion and they, yeah, she helps them out for a little while, but she's not the main companion. She's too small, too young. But yeah. gosh, she's brave. I have a question. Mm-hmm. Actually, <laughs> I forgot. Well, Sibby, you were asking about advice for inspiring oh, yes. writers. Yeah. And it's it's interesting because we're quite unusual because we're writing together, which, you know, obviously a lot of people don't do. And one of the things that we love about that is that it counters the sort of solitary feeling that you can have. You know, it can be quite therapeutic to do work on your own, of course, particularly when you've got kids at home just to sort of dive into something. But it can also be quite isolating and you can really lose perspective on whether what you've done is genius or dross. And so one of the things that I certainly love about working with Meredith is that there's always someone else that you can bounce ideas off and get feedback from. And if you're stuck, they might come at it from another angle. And it's a really, really, it's sort of, rather than it being half, it's sort of Mm. double for me. I think like it's twice Mm. as much fun and twice as creative. And so we really love it. But obviously not everybody's going to want to co-write. But one of the things, Zibi, I know you're working on your (laughs) memoir now. And obviously you're not going to want to. And I don't have time to do that, as you can see. Well, you're busy talking (laughs) to others. (laughs) going really great (laughs) right now but one of the things I guess that you could do because obviously you don't want to co-write because that turns it into a (laughs) biography rather than a memoir but you might want to find a, a colleague or a friend who's also working on something and you might share chapters because we find knowing, you know, you really never want to disappoint someone else. You're kind of comfortable disappointing Mm. yourself, but to disappoint someone else is really bad. So I always think to myself, I've got to get this done because I've got to get that to Meredith. She's done all this work and I don't want to let her down (laughs) because she's such a mean, mean person. But to have someone to to know that you need to send that thousand words to or send that chapter to, we find a really wonderful discipline. So people might like to think about teaming Mm. up with someone so that it's not quite so lonely and you've got someone else to be accountable to rather than just yourself i love that that's good advice yes go ahead can the husky or i think it wasn't mm-hmm. it called husky, husky, pup, yeah. husky pup well done husky pup can he float he can, can fly. fly yeah What's almost it? all of the companions can fly there's a couple yeah like willa's companion who can swim but i think most oh actually there's another one who yeah. rides on the back fly, right? 
Rides on the yeah. shoulder, yeah. I, does he have wings? Yeah, yeah he does. Wings, exactly, yeah. I think for kids, the, the tip for kids who want to write as well, yeah, the kids who want to write, like we're talking about what if adults want to write, but for kids who want to write, I think, like I often think about those like books that you used to write when you were a kid where you'd staple them up the side and you'd put your name and all of that sort of stuff. I think that really does help. Even just doing that is a useful practice, you know, it's self-publishing, you know, so I think that that sort of, I've still got all those books that I created as a little kid, so it's all worth it. All writing is good practice, so I think just getting into the habit of doing it is the main thing. Awesome. All right, any last questions, guys? We're going to say goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) Will Dragon Girls ever get married? I think they've got a a lot of things to get through before they can, they possibly have the headspace (laughs) to think about that, but I don't think they're against it, you know. I think they'd be up for it. For sure. Why not? <laughs> and they've got a perfect location for a wedding as well. The Magic Forest would be they very do. Nice. It would be quite yeah. scenic. Uh-oh. Guys? <laughs> okay. All right. On that note. <laughs> Thank you, Zibby. Thank you so much. Thank Thanks you, for this t- traditional <laughs> podcast. But they were so excited I was talking to you. So uh- We're really glad that they enjoyed it. That's wonderful. They're the first kids that I've seen have read it. So it's really other than our, I know. Yeah. It's quite thrilling. Yeah. Quite so it's very cool. Yeah. Awesome. Thank what do you guys say? Bye. Can you say goodbye and thank you? Thank you. Bye, guys. <laughs> Bye. Thank you. Thanks for listening to part of my June book blast. I hope you enjoy it. Come back tomorrow for more. Thanks for listening to this episode of Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Zibby Owens and at Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. Also sign up for my newsletter at ZibbyOwens.com and sign up for my virtual book club and meet lots of authors on Zoom every other week. Thanks so much to Steve and Ryan at Texture Sound for the sound editing. And thank you to Morning Moon Productions for providing this fantastic intro and outro music. 